Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The jazz pianist Joey Alexander was born in Indonesia and first played here in New York when Wynton Marsalis invited him to play at Jazz at Lincoln Center back in 2014. Joey Alexander was 10 at the time. A year later, the 11-year-old released his first album and spent his teenage years establishing himself as a first-rate interpreter of the jazz classics. Last year, though, he released his first album of original compositions, and he's just followed that up with a new record called Continuance, mostly originals, but also including a Bonnie Raitt song. Joey Alexander joins us at Our Piano today to play some of his recent works. This first one is called Blue. Thank you. 
That's Joey Alexander, live at Our Piano, and a tune called Blue, which begins his new album, Continuance. Uh, on the record, Joey, it's a full band. We get uh, the, the solo performance here in the studio. First of all, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. Thank you. So, Are you a fan of Charles Mingus? Wow, yes, I am. Nobody has ever asked me that. Well, here's, yeah. wh- here's why I'm asking, because that, that kind of figure in the left hand of that piece, the bump, ah. it reminds me of Monin, the Charles Mingus tune. Yes. Yeah, I know that song, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. But, but you weren't, like, referring to it or quoting it or anything there? No, I didn't have in mind Charles Mingus tune, but I've always been a fan of Mingus music, definitely. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have synesthesia? Do you see colors as key centers, as as tonalities? Is is that piece literally blue for you? Uh not in a visual sense. Yeah, I always see music as everyday life. You know, as sounds or just sounds around us. Like you in New York City, all you hear is trains. <laughs> you can say there's music too. A- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It is yeah. the music of the city. And you you lived here for a while, right? Yes, I did for some number of years, I would say. Mm-hmm. Eight years I lived here in the city and sharing a bit of this continuance and where I found inspiration was moving to uh, Baltimore, this kind of the start. Huh. Yeah, I think definitely New York really gave me that drive to always you know, exceed expectations and always be always one step ahead and it's always been the city gave me that uh, boost yeah now that's interesting Uh, the idea of exceeding expectations when you are so well known at such a young age there are a certain set of expectations for young musicians who've made it to a certain level and at some point you exceed those expectations when you begin to what? Write your own music? Was that part of, of exceeding expectations? Um, I would say that was my personal goal. And I always find it very uh, interesting to play my music live. And I'm always curious to see how people respond. And so far, it's been a blessing yeah. to really compose my own music and to share my experiences or my stories to my own songs. So it's yeah, I'm yeah. very grateful to to be able to do that and to produce, you know, beautiful music. And and you know, you waited a, a, a few years before before doing that. You know, so you establish yourself as a pianist, as an interpreter, and then right. origin yeah. comes out. And I know you've probably told your origin story a gazillion times by now, but you know, for people who don't know, how did you, growing up in Indonesia, become such a fan and such an understanding interpreter of American jazz? Well, I started playing when I was seven okay. or eight, maybe before that, but around that age, I started listening to Monk, Thuanese uh, Monk, and of course all other uh, kinds of music, but when it comes to jazz, definitely Mark is the one. Yeah. Uh, Another yeah. guy who had to exceed expectations because he had that curious way of throwing unexpected notes in and people just thought he was playing wrong. 
Exactly. And, yeah. And then he he did that whole album of Duke Ellington songs just to prove to people <laughs> he could <laughs> he could play quote unquote right. <laughs> mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he was saying unexpected moments, and of yeah. course that's how uh, the best thing about jazz is those unexpected things. There's also speaking of surprise and expectations, the album also includes a cover of a Bonnie Raitt song. How did that happen? Uh, yeah, a lot of people have asked me this, you know, because nobody has ever played instrumental, at least. But I just find that the music, the song itself was uh, a heartwarming song. It's really... And so, yeah, I thought, you know, putting one song that people would, they can relate, even though the song was recorded many years ago right where people can still uh, it takes back in time and I guess I want music to be like that I, I Can't Make You Love Me, uh, originally by Bonnie Raitt and now covered by my guest Joey Alexander on his new record, Continuance. Um, do you have any connection to Indonesian music? I mean, I know you, you moved here while you were still at an early age, but did, I mean, wouldn't you have grown up surrounded by gamelan sounds and Indonesian pop and things like that? Yeah, I listened to all kinds of music and, of course... Being in Bali, where I was born, I did hear the sounds of uh, traditional music. Of course, gamelan is on in every corner. At least in <laughs> some, not in all Bali, right? But in some uh, places in Bali, especially this uh, area called Ubud, right? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the cultural hub, and that's where they do like gamelan. So definitely, I did hear that kind of music. I don't think I have a connection with it, but of course, it's part of my you know, childhood. Yeah. So other covers that you've done, they've mostly, they've all been Western songs, right? Yeah, just from different uh, time, you know, like Beatles, I did uh, Blackbird, and of course, when I first came out, you know, I did Over the Rainbow, right, my favorite right, things. Right, right. Yeah, and all of those, even Blackbird, you know, those are songs that jazz musicians have been covering for for right, a long right. time. The Bonnie Raitt's a little different, so. Um, but I I, I want to hear another one of your uh, original tunes. This next one is called Alice Anna. Who, Aliciana. That's uh, good. Oh, Aliciana. Yeah. Okay. Actually, it's the name of a street in Baltimore. Huh. In the morning, I would, you know, do my morning walk, and this Alicia on the street will come up. During the mornings, it's it's really quiet. When you hear the song, that's the uh, feeling that you get. Yeah, this is very on the record. is very kind of pastoral, is a ballad essentially, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of meditative. Yeah. Well, Karen down in the video control room just told me that Aliciana is near the harbor. 
exactly. Yeah. Okay. So it must be beautiful in the morning then. Yeah. All right. Definitely, it's very inspiring to live, you know, near the water. And that's why I like songs like Blue. It's based on that because I live by the water. Of course. All yeah. right. It all makes sense now. So there's a theme running through some of these songs by Joey Alexander. Let's, uh, let's hear a live performance of this song called Alisiana. You'll find a version of it on his uh, latest record called Continuance, but here he is live at our piano.
Joey Alexander taking us to the water in Baltimore along Elysiana Street. The song is Elysiana from his uh, album of mostly original songs called Continuance. So the uh, sort of towards the end there, it almost has like a Debussy kind of watery quality to it. Yeah, I guess you can. Yeah, you can put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The ensemble version on the record has almost a chamber music quality to it. Is that I'm glad you uh, mentioned that because uh, I play this instrument called uh, mellotron. Ah. Yeah. So that's that's giving the sort of flute sound. Exactly. Okay. Well, that brings up another question I had for you, which is on the track "Hear Me Now." There's something that sounds like strings almost but it also sounds like it might be uh, an electronic or an electric keyboard oh uh, yeah it's the same instrument it's, it's the, the mellotron it's the mellotron yeah it's just something that I've been try, trying out new uh, sounds. I guess I want to give people a different side of me. So it's been all, you know, pretty much acoustic music so far. Uh, are, do you have an interest in electronic music at all? No, I'm going to continue to play in this, you know, uh, acoustic sound, but just with a touch of, you know, electronic. So that's kind of my, the direction I'm heading to. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're only 20. <laughs> you're a 20-year-old living in, in America. It, it's impossible to avoid the sounds of electronics, right? It, it, yeah, no, no, actually, it's in electronics, we can play it in our living rooms. Right. Even without even touching the instrument. You know, I think people my age are just playing electronics now nowadays. <laughs> right, right. So what else do you listen to when when you're not writing your own music or, you know, listening to Monk or, you know, any of the great jazz classics, Coltrane or whatever? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, there's definitely I've been kind of listening to singers, Eddie Van Halen, Michael Jackson. I grew up listening to that. You know, just hearing, you know, songs of great interpreters too, like Luther Vandross, he... He's saying a Bird Backlog song. Oh. Right, right. So sometimes I learn songs from, basically from singers. Mm-hmm. People like Luther, Nacking Cole, I love Whitney, Whitney Houston. So those are the, the singers that I kind of grew up listening to. Right. They sound like singers you would have grown up listening to in your parents' record collection, though. Yeah, whatever, exactly, whatever my parents were playing for me that I would just react to. And of course, the you know, modern day, probably like John Mayer, this kind of mm-hmm. today's right. uh, icons. And, and of course, Bonnie Raitt, we, we talked about the, the cover of I Can't Make You Love Me. Another cover on this record is the old spiritual, the old hymn tune, uh, Great Is Thy Faithfulness. Right. Thank you. 
How did you come across that? Uh, I'm always played, you know, uh, Christian hymns back in Bali. I would see, you know, my dad performing in, in the church. Basically, my dad didn't play music for a living, but my dad always had that deep love for music and also deep understanding of, of music, and he, he shared that with me. So that's why I'm, I am where I am today. Yeah. So just like, to come back to what we were talking about earlier, just like someone like Charles Mingus, the sounds of the church right. are an important part of, of your, your music, your musical persona. Yeah, it still is. Yeah. So Deathly Grace, Thy Faithfulness, always been one of my favorite songs, and i always been wanting to record it. Hmm. And so I thought, you know, this would be the time to, to play it. interesting. I mean, Indonesia is the largest Muslim country by population in the world, but Bali, where you were born, is mostly Hindu, and yet somehow you grew up Christian. I guess there's probably a community of expat oh, Westerners. Oh, especially in Bali, yeah. Yeah. From all over, you know, the world, definitely in Bali, that's where, that's why it's a tourist place. Right, right. <laughs> And Ubud, the, the town you were born, that's where people go to see the gamelons, to see the monkey chant and all that kind of exactly, stuff. Exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Joey Alexander is my guest here in the studio. Let's get back to your own music. Uh, you want to do Why Don't We? Yeah. Uh, before I play it, so it's Why Don't We. The the phrase itself is, is telling people that, you know, sometimes we have this doubtfulness Especially even when I first moved to New York City, uh, there's that doubt of, you know, what the city will bring and how I'm going to make it. Right. You know, taking a chance. And so definitely moving to Baltimore was the same feeling. And so that's why I, I named the song Why Don't We. All right. Yeah. It's from the latest record, Continuance, by Joey Alexander. Here he is to play it live at our piano.
Once again, Joey Alexander, live at our piano, and his song called Why Don't We, which you'll find on his latest record called Continuance. I gotta say, Joey, um, these pieces sound awfully complete, just you at the piano. When oh, okay. you, so when you're writing these songs, are you already hearing the band, or does that happen later? Yeah, uh, it depends. Every time I write a song, I, I do imagine a band because I always you know, tour with a band. But in this case, I hear like a you know, trumpet sound just playing uh, these melodies uh, and me playing behind it and imagining somebody else playing it. <laughs> it was something new to me because I always play a trio, but and as a band leader, I'm always striving to be better, and definitely this album helps me to be a better composer. Well, the album is called Continuance. It is the latest from my guest, Joey Alexander. He's been at our piano here in the studio. Joey, thank you so much for joining us. This has been great. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me on the show. And thanks also to Irene Trudell, our technical director, and down in the video room, our producer, Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Text New Sounds to 70101 or sign up on the website at newsounds.org. Mm-hmm.